Today is Free Ride Friday. So make sure you hang on to the end of the episode to see who won the free ride to the $100 MBA training and community. You too can win a free ride. Just give us an iTunes rating and review. You can learn how to do that at 100mba.net slash show. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the $100 MBA show, where together we roll up our sleeves and build your business with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today, you will learn, what is a minimal viable product anyway? You hear this word being tossed around left and right? Let's break it down and I'll show you how to build one. Let's get down to business. Minimal viable product. Let's first give credit where credit's due. This term became very popular after the success of the book Lean Startup by Eric Ries. Now we're going to do a separate must-read episode on this book because we do recommend this book. But if you'd like, you can go ahead and pick up the book. It's a really good book we recommend, Lean Startup by Eric Ries. And the book is based on this idea, creating a minimal viable product. Now Eric does a great job explaining this, but I want to kind of just distill it to its simplest form. Now, when we think of a business and we think of the most simplest business, what do we think of? We think of a lemonade stand. Simplest business ever. You could just put up a table in front of your front yard, you know, get some cups, make some lemonade, sell your lemonade for a dollar a cup or something like that, right? Now, essentially, a lemonade stand is a juice shop, right? It's like one of those juice shops you see in the mall. But it's the minimal viable product version of a juice shop. That might sound a little silly, but it's the truth. You're selling juice for exchange for money, right? That's exactly what you're doing, or lemonade, or whatever it is. Now, what's the point? Why would you create a minimal viable product? Why would I put up a lemonade stand before I would put up a juice shop? Well, I wanna see if my actual business or the product I'm selling is viable, if people actually want this thing. Does this community like lemonade? Do they like it enough to buy it from me for the price I'm selling it for? What is the price I'm selling it for? What's the minimum price I can sell to make a profit? All these things can get figured out if you have a minimal viable product. And the point of a minimal viable product is that you're not investing a whole lot of money to pull this off. So you can learn these things. So you can know before you put any more money into the business, if this business will be viable, will be successful. All right, let's move away from the lemonade stand example and talk about a real life example. Say for example, you want to create a learning platform or a community online that helps restaurant owners get more customers in their door. It's very specific. It's for restaurant owners, people that own restaurants. They want more customers in their door. You're going to create this training community with all these bunch of videos and and a, a forum and all this stuff where you can help these restaurant owners. Whenever you have an idea, whenever you have a thought of, oh, this would be a fantastic business if we did this, the immediate thought should be, what's the minimal viable product of this? What's the minimal viable option? What does this look like when it's minimal viable? In my opinion, in this example, it would be an ebook. Is writing a small ebook about a specific thing that would help get more customers for restaurant owners. I would first see if there's interest in the market for this information. If you don't like writing or you don't want to put an ebook together, just put up one course, one video course, a series of videos, maybe 10 videos, maybe eight videos, six videos even, you know, depending on the length of the videos, along with maybe a small workbook or a checklist or something like that, and sell it for a minimal price. How much can you sell that for? Can you sell that for $19, $29, whatever it is? 
and see if you can sell that, if you can sell the smallest version of it. So what you'll learn is a few things. One, are they willing to pay for this information? Two, will restaurant owners be open to consuming this information on the internet? Will they buy from the internet? Three, how much are they willing to pay for this amount of information? Now I can increase my price if I increase the value, increase how much I'm giving. Again, this is just the minimal viable product right now. I also learn about the product itself. What are some of the flaws? What are some of the issues people have? How can I make it better? So instead of spending a year, you spend a few weeks building this small, minimal viable product. You put it out there and you learn a whole lot in the process about what your customers, what your audience wants. And you save a lot of time and money. This forces you to actually put yourself into action and start selling instead of spending a year building, 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 building. You build a little bit, you put it out, you learn, you, you know, iterate, you improve, you change, and you grow. You can build upon that product. You can increase the price, you can increase the value, you can continue to build and make it a little bit more than a minimal viable product, more of a larger offering. So here's my advice when it comes to creating your minimal viable product. Whenever you have a business idea, an idea, or you find a pain that you're trying to solve for your audience, think of what's the minimum thing I can create to see if this is actually something they will buy. You have to put a price tag to it to see if they will buy. And it's okay if it's not that much money at the start. Just see this as R&D. You're not seeing this as an actual you know, exercise to make your millions. Spend three weeks, four weeks, whatever. Put a timeline, put a deadline for yourself to build that minimal viable product. You have to control yourself not to you know, make this into a huge monster. Make it a small product that you could sell for money and see if people have interest in what you're selling. This is also applicable offline. A lot of big restaurant owners started out selling out of a food truck or even like a food stall instead of an actual restaurant. They wanted to see if their food, whatever they're selling, would sell. They didn't want to dump a whole lot of money and get a loan and all that stuff and then go bust. Because chances are the first thing you put out there won't be perfect, will need improvement. So think about your own business and how you can put out minimal viable products. I know that a lot of yoga teachers, before they open their first yoga studio, start giving yoga classes in a park. When the weather's nicer, you can just go out and give your classes there. You may or may not have to pay the Parks and Rec Department a fee or something, but it's a lot less than opening an actual studio. Every successful business starts out this way, so don't think like, oh, you're not a real business if you're doing this minimal viable stuff. Look at one of the largest businesses in the world worth billions of dollars is Facebook. You know, Facebook didn't start out to be in everyone's home. It started out in Harvard, on Harvard campus, and it wasn't all over Harvard campus. It was actually in just a few houses. And then they expanded within Harvard. Then they started with some neighboring colleges and some neighboring universities. And then they were just for universities only. So they just slowly, slowly tweaked and grew. And, and then they opened it up to the public. And they weren't a public company like on the stock exchange until a few years ago. So even billion dollar companies follow this MVP model. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up with some tips. Take a look at what you want to offer your audience. Take a look at what you're solving for them. See the minimal viable offer you can give them. Don't spend too much time trying to create something. Put it out there, something small. It can even be something so simple that you're only selling for $5. But the point is, is that you want to see they're going to spend money for a product that will solve a particular problem. When you put it out there, pay attention. Get feedback. See how you can improve it. Make sure you're patient because you will get there. You will get to the business you want, but you're going to do it the smart way without spending tons and tons of money and time before knowing for sure you have a powerful product. 
perfect your systems before you start expanding, your systems of marketing, your systems of sales and point of sale and delivery, making sure that everything is smooth, your customer service. It's a lot easier to deal with the minimal viable products challenges and understand and master them before you start expanding and growing a larger business. And before you know, you're going to start growing because, again, you didn't spend too much time to build this thing. You took three weeks, a month, whatever, and you put it out there, and you learned, and you iterated, and you grew, and then you expanded. So before you know it, your business is going to start growing a lot faster than it were if you were just to sit down and hunker and just build this huge monster of a business that you don't know if it's successful or not for a year or two, and then realize, oh, this thing doesn't really sell. In the meantime, when you're doing your minimal viable product, you're taking small steps, and you're making money along the way. So I really encourage you to sit down and think of, of a minimal viable product for your business to put out. Even if you have a thriving business, think about what new offer you're going to be putting out. What's the minimal viable version of that? All right, guys, it's that time of the show where we announce this week's free ride winner to the $100 MBA training and community. Let's see who won. And the winner is Krishna Chaitanya from India. One of the most helpful podcasts on improving your brand. Five stars. I thoroughly enjoy the podcast as they are concise, specific to the topic and most informative. I recommend this to anyone who is serious about improving their personal brand. These are not just for business. They are more inclined towards making you look, feel, and act professional. That's awesome. She said that's awesome, not me, but that's really awesome. Thank you so much for that review all the way from India. Congratulations, you won the free ride. Your mission is to email us at contact at 100mba.net and we'll hook you up with a free ride. Guys, you too can win a free ride. Just drop us an iTunes rating and review. Everybody who gives us an iTunes rating review enters a weekly draw to win a free ride to the $100 MBA. You also get our training and presenting handbook, a $29 value, a gift for you. Just email us at contact at 100mba.net after you've given us a review and we'll send you that. More information on subscribing to the show, all our episodes, and how to give us an iTunes rating review, visit us at 100mba.net slash show. Guys, it's Friday, and we're entering the weekend, and a lot of us spend a lot of time with our friends and family during that time, and I want to leave you with a little bit of advice. Make sure you take some time to include what you're doing with your business, with your friends, and especially your family. Let them know what you're doing. Cue them in. Don't keep them in the dark. Make sure that they're sold on what you're doing so they can support you. Sometimes your friends or maybe your family won't seem supportive because they're not really sure what you're doing. They're not really sure what you're doing. They're not really sure what they're supporting. They're, they understand that you're doing this business thing, but they're not really sure what it's all about. So make sure you sit down and tell them you know, what you're doing, what you're working on, so they're in the loop, so they can support you. But often we make the mistake where we like to be a lone wolf and tinker in the basement on our little business and not include anybody because we're very covetous of how we feel about it. If you want the support of the people that love you the most, which is very important, then make sure you include them on what you're doing. All right, guys, I'll check you in the next episode. Take care.